0: section 22 of biographical memoir of john wesley powell 1834 to 1902 by william morris davis this librivox recording is in the public domain section 22 indian languages and mythology powell's attention was early turned to the speech of indian tribes because he felt that a knowledge of languages was fundamental in gaining an understanding of other and more important characteristics namely thoughts and acts as embodied in customs institutions and religions an elaborate bibliography of north american philology was undertaken by his associate pilling and Powell himself gave much time to the study of Indian tongues in the field and office. The monograph on Indian linguistic families, to which these studies led, is further considered below. In the first annual report to the Bureau of Ethnology for 1879-1880, published in 1881, Powell's strong bent toward the treatment of problems in generalized form is indicated by his discussing so large a subject as the evolution of language in an essay that had previously served him as presidential address before the anthropological society of washington in eighteen eighty it treats the specialization of the grammatic processes the differentiation of the parts of speech and the integration of the sentence and affords profitable reading for persons of classical training, because it opens up surprising possibilities in the way of linguistic structure to which the languages of Europe are strangers. Quote, Many conditions and qualifications appear in the verb of the Indian languages, which in English and other civilized languages appear as adverbs and adverbial phrases and clauses. End quote. Again, Indian verbs often express a larger meaning than we are accustomed to compress into a single word. Thus, quote, the English verb to go may be represented in an Indian language by a word signifying to go home, another, go away from home, another, go to a place other than home, one, to go up, another, to go down, another, Go up a valley another go up a river but it is in the genders of the article pronouns that the greatest difficulty may be found the student must entirely free his mind of the idea that gender is simply a distinction of sex often by these genders all objects are classified by characteristics found in their attributes or supposed constitution Thus, we may have the animate and inanimate, one or both, divided into the standing, the sitting, and the lying, or they may be divided into the watery, the mushy, the earthy, the stony, the woody, and the fleshy." The extracts quoted below indicate some of the chief conclusions reached and at the same time point out Powell's practical view of linguistic evolution a view as natural in a man of his surroundings and training as it would be unnatural in a graduate of eton and oxford it is worthy of remark he writes that all paradigmatic inflection in a civilized tongue is a relic of its barbarous condition when the parts of speech are fully differentiated and the process of placement fully specialized So that the order of words and sentences has its full significance, no useful purpose is subserved by inflection. Page 15. He insisted that inflection is not economical because, The speaker is compelled, in the choice of a word to express his idea, to think of a multiplicity of things which have no connection with that which he wishes to express. Page sixteen. Thus judged, quote, English stands alone in the highest rank, but as a written language, in the way in which its alphabet is used, the English has but emerged from a barbaric condition. Page sixteen. He later returns to the same topic. Men with linguistic superstitions mourn the degeneracy of English, German, and French without being aware of the great improvement which has been made in them as instruments for the expression of thought 20th annual report 1898-99 1903 page 152 after reading these extracts it is hardly necessary to add that powell was an advocate of the introduction of simplified spelling for the distinction between its advocates and its opponents is almost wholly a matter of temperament, not of learning. The first annual report of the Bureau also contains one of Powell's earliest philosophical essays entitled Sketch of the Mythology of the North American Indians, which he had read as a vice-presidential address before a section of the American Association for the Advancement of Science in 1879 under the title of Mythologic Philosophy. Its headings are The Genesis of Philosophy, Two Grand Stages of Philosophy, Mythologic Philosophy has Four Stages, and so on. From the second heading, the following characteristic aphorism may be quoted Quote, The unknown known is the philosophy of savagery, the known unknown is the philosophy of civilization" End quote. and then comes an exclamatory apostrophe as if in scorn of our self-sufficiency quote, "ye men of science ye wise fools ye have discovered the law of gravity but ye cannot tell what gravity is but savagery has a cause and a method for all things nothing is left unexplained Pages 21, 22, and 29. End of section 22.